the Champions League final between PSG and Bayern Munich. PSG are in the first ever final in the 50-year history and Bayern Munich are gunning for the sixth European title, which would put them on par with Liverpool and third on the standings of all-time Champions League winners. The two teams have played exceptionally well until now. Bayern Munich have had the easier ride in the sense that they've breezed through teams, uh, whereas PSG had an early scare, uh, but they've managed to come back from that and Neymar and Mbappe are looking like they can be really difficult to play against. But Bayern Munich seem like there's nothing bothers them. Only They've leaked in only two goals till now. Um, and they seem quite prepared to win the entire Champions League. For Bayern Munich, I think it's very difficult for us to see any weaknesses. Um, it doesn't look like the midfield or the forward line or the defence or the goalie is a problem for them. They go out with the same starting eleven. And all of them perform to the best of their abilities. They press high, they win the ball back early and they're exceptional at playing 1-2 passing around the box, which leads to a lot of their goals. You also see individual performances from Serge Gnabry last time. Uh, Before that, it was Thomas Muller. Uh, Lewandowski always is reliable in terms of scoring goals. Alfonso Davis has been fantastic for them. Joshua Kimmich has been doing well, although he's playing in the right-back's position, which is not... Nowadays, considered to be his natural position, but who are we to say where Kimmich can play? Kimmich plays wherever he feels like playing, I think. Uh, <laughs> and uh, PSG, on the other hand, have been great as well. Going forward, their lethal. Di Maria was fantastic. And I just want to put a plug in there saying that I called it last time in the pl- in the last podcast that Di Maria will be back and he'll do well. Uh, so I'm taking a lot of credit for his performance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that front line of PSG is probably one of the best front trees in the world. Uh, Thiago Silva at the back with Kimpembe has been doing well. Um, the midfield, although uh, Idrissa Gay wasn't present, Marquinhos put in a great performance, scored a goal. So they look like they're a team that's looking to win the Champions League to prove their credentials as being uh, European pe- of European pedigree. So with that, I think we can discuss each of the teams once. Uh, we have Meul and Aranev with us. Uh, we'll discuss each of the team one time and then we'll probably go get on with predictions after that. Um, but if you've been listening to the podcast, you know where I'm leaning. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with you, Aranev. What do you think about Bayern Munich and uh, the way they've been going about the business? Yeah, I think uh, our perception is changing a little bit though with Bayern every match because uh, against Barcelona, we thought that you know after that match at that point, they would obliterate any team in the world. But then uh, against Lyon, Lyon put up a very good show. I think they put up a very good fight. We saw that uh, Bayern can be vulnerable with the high line that they play. You emphasize that multi- you know, many times when we're watching the match. So I think that PSG's front three could really take advantage of that. Because like you said last time, the fact that they have just Kylian Mbappe. And a lot of people are saying that uh, you know, they're looking forward to the Alfonso Davies versus Mbappe battle which I think will be an absolute treat to watch. But then I think that if uh, Mbappe plays on the left, like we saw in the match before where Neymar was playing up front, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure Davies will shift to the other side. So if they put Mbappe on that le- on the left wing for PSG, then I'm sure that that will pose some problems for Bayern. And uh, now Pava is also back. He made an appearance. So uh, 
we have to see whether um, Hansi Flick shifts Kimmich back into midfield to make space for Pava on the on the in the right back slot. But I think that he'll probably stick with the same eleven because they've been doing so well for him. Um, but another thing to notice is that uh, the sheer uh, focus that Bayern have, because there are a lot of there have been a lot of pictures that have, that have been going around that uh, after the players were substituted or after they went back into the dressing room after an eight two win or a three nil win, there was no there were no celebrations. They were absolutely you know they were very focused, very concentrated on the next match, uh, and I you know we saw with Lewandowski also if he doesn't you know he's getting that sort of. Ronaldo has hunger now that if he doesn't score, he gets a little flustered as well. So he's he's absolutely aching to score every match. We can see that, and I think that grit that you know the Germans have there uh, versus the the fervor that the PSG team will have. I think that's going to be a real treat to see. And I think I I, I probably said that it it could go Bayern's way, but uh, now. You know, it literally anything anything could happen. So it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, um, I think we've talked a lot about uh, Bayern's attacking prowess. I think uh, obviously we've talked about Lewandowski, Muller having the season of his life after people literally writing him off. Nabri has literally uh, come up on his own this season. And I mean, there are so many positives for that Bayern side. And obviously, a lot of limelight is on Alfonso Davis. The kind of performances he's putting in, but obviously Kimmich remains a very valuable player. Who, like we, uh, we've said so many times, his versatility. He's easily slot back into that right back position, and he's playing really well. And I read a Mourinho uh, quote today, and he said that uh, he he was watching Kimmich, I think, in the Champions League, and he said that he can. Uh, he's my perfect player in the sense that he can play right back, left back, centre back. Number six, number eight, number ten, and he can do a decent job. I mean, he is an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal player. And I think Daniel Levy will probably not consider what Mourinho said, given the fact that they can't afford. I think Kimmich, but uh, it is testament to Kimmich's versatility, and I think that is that highlights Bayern's fluidity, Bayern's versatility, and I mean the substitutions we saw uh, in the second half when Coutinho came on and. Powered came on. I mean, that is some serious, serious depth, and I think that is something PSG are lacking in the in the sense that they could uh, they could uh, they brought Mbappe in the game against Atalanta because he was not injured. But the kind of depth I think they have is much lesser than what Bayern have. I mean, if they're losing or if they're even drawing, they can br- uh, bring on somebody like Coutinho. And in both matches which he's come on, he's actually had decent chances to score. So I think in that sense. Uh, if it probably goes to extra time or something like that, I think Bayern have the edge in that uh, sense. But obviously, we've Arnak, like you said, talked about the high line, which I think is a major is a major talking point. Uh, you know, uh, during this week that Bayern play this high line, and you have the likes of Neymar and Mbappe who can actually penetrate that defense easily. I mean, if if Marco Verratti plays from the start and he is pinging balls left, right, and center, you can have. A lot of PSG forwards, uh, you know, going ahead and absolutely uh, denting that defense. And obviously, Di Maria, he has had some clutch performances in the Champions League previously. And uh, I think uh, Bayern really have to, uh, you know, contain him in that sense. So I am um, edging towards Bayern, but um, obviously, I'll talk about PSG in uh, later in this episode. And I think uh, you bring up some important points, both of you. 
uh, in terms of the fullbacks. Uh, we've mentioned the Bayern fullbacks, but we've not mentioned the PSG fullbacks at all. So this just tells you that there is a gradient of difference there. Um, in terms of the midfield also, I think we've mentioned the Bayern midfielders, but we've not mentioned the PSG midfielders. So in terms of that quality, I think Bayern are much superior. Uh, but the front line, I think uh, PSG seem to be edging it because of Neymar and Mbappe and Di Maria and their combination. Something that I noticed for PSG was that uh, the interchanging between the front three is quite a bit. Uh, they, don't, they don't seem as static anymore, which is something very different. We would earlier just see either Mbappe bombing forward from the center and Neymar and Di Maria cutting in. But now they seem to be interchanging positions. Neymar is coming a lot deeper to get the balls, which is something very different again. Uh, he comes deep, he takes the ball, he dribbles past a couple of players and then the entire press is gone, right? So, and because Bayern press so much, I think if Neymar can skip around 2-3 players, they will be in on goal. All it requires is a through ball and anyway, Bayern play a high line. So, uh, that sort of space is available for Mbappe. But again, I think this game is going to go to extra time. It will be like a goal-filled game and it will go to extra time and probably penalties as well. Uh, that's my prediction for it. Um, as far as PSG is concerned, I think Marco Verratti may be back. He was a substitute in the last game. If he is back, he makes a whole lot of difference for this team because he's another guy who can skip past the press and pass the ball quite diligently. Um, I think uh, Idrissa Gay will also play in this game. So that midfield looks to be quite solid. Uh, there are no comparison to Thiago and Goretzka, but still. Uh, what do you guys think about PSG's chances? Mayul, let's start with you. What do you? Think? I think one thing which I noticed in the semi-final was the fact that Paredes had a really solid game and. I was wondering actually in the game against Atlanta because they had a lot of defensive-minded midfielders. I mean, that uh, midfield against Atlanta didn't have creativity at all. So probably they needed that uh, Paredes sort of a player who can string passes, who can have that sort of transition between defense and attack. And I think he had a really, really good game. I would be surprised if he doesn't start actually. So I think that Varati Paredes and Gay, like you say, I think... That partnership could be there, or we can we could also have uh, Marquinhos. I mean, we we never know about uh, PSG's lineup. What Thomas Tuchel has uh, uh, up his sleeve, but as far as PSG is concerned, one very interesting stat which I read about was that the semi-final was only the second time uh, Tuchel actually had Neymar, Di Maria, and Mbappe available on the same night. So that's only the second time in the entire uh, inter- entire tournament that he's had them available. And we just saw how rampant they can be, what kind of problems they can create for the opposition defense. And uh, that sort of a thing will happen against Bayern because, you know, if if Leon would have taken those early chances against Bayern, it could have been a completely different game. We won't even be talking about Bayern Munich right now because Leon were, at the end of the day, wasteful. And if they took the chances they took against City, for example, they could have actually won that game. So... um, there are loopholes in that Bayern side, which PSG can obviously exploit. But I think uh, as much as as potent the both the attack forces are, I think this game will be decided by the defences. And uh, like you said at the start of the episode, Kim Pembe has done really well. And uh, Thiago Silva, he's, he's aging, but he's still there. And I don't know why PSG are really not giving him an extension in that team. I mean, he can really squeeze out a couple of years more. Even as a substitute player or, I mean, in the League One, you don't really need 
you know that that sort of a quality if i must say uh, you know that you need a young uh, gun or a young center back that sort of a thing so uh, i think obviously it'll be a very close game but like you said basket i think it's going to go to extra time and i think uh, bayern are going to edge it at the end yeah meol i think uh, when you talk about ligu i think you want to tweet mbappe on that he might have something to say about that <laughs> so uh, but yeah coming to psg i think um Another thing we have to factor in is also the absence of Kehler Navas. Uh, Rico is playing, so I think uh, they, he'll be a bit of a miss, but he, he did well. Um, and another thing we should talk about is probably set pieces. Uh, uh, because neither team have you know too many uh, tall players, but PSG have done well. Marquinhos scored from a set piece. And uh, if we factor in things like, like I said earlier, if we, if we see Mbappe on that left side, which I could actually see happening since... uh he could play on either flank and di maria you know pref- prefers to play from the right so if he's pinging those balls with verratti um you know those cross field balls into mbappe making in those late runs that could really make a difference and they could really uh, you know take advantage of bayern's high line yeah and another thing is i think if leon would have taken the chances we might have seen them maybe in the final uh which is i think the similar uh, thing that we've been seeing with neymar because he hasn't been clinical enough in his last two matches but i think uh if he if that aspect of his game is on on, on during the final uh you know with mbappe with di maria and potentially verratti starts then i think that uh, you know they're going to be very lethal and uh, psg can probably take it as well but we'll have to see one thing i'd like to point out is the fact that i mean all of us are saying that uh, it's going to be a very attack attacking game and i think that's a lottery for us because we as neutral fans would love a free scoring attacking end to end game but as for a final i mean it is going to be kg at the end of the day it's going to be tight and uh, both uh, both teams are not going to go hell bent on attacking they're going to uh, be organized they're going to defend well and i think in that sense which is why we have a lot of low scoring finals historically so we can't really call as to how this game is going to pan out but obviously if you ask me i'd love a 3-3 or a 4-4 i mean that's that sort of final would be a treat uh, you know if we on sunday uh, i think i disagree with the kg bit uh, i know it's a final and it's supposed to be kg etc but bayern munich have never played a final that was kg i have not seen one at least they have that ruthless mentality where they go and they do what they do um, so i don't expect them to be kg at all even the finals that they lost against chelsea etc they were not kg they were quite attacking it's just unfortunate that they didn't score um and the german mentality is going to kick in at some point and i don't expect it to be kg and that brings me to a very interesting point i just realized that there are two german managers going against each other there's one german team and there's one french team right which is a very interesting kind of uh, space where hansi flick in his, is in his first champions league final in his first year of management uh thomas tuckel is doing well and he's finally reached a potential that he was that he promised for such a long time and then you have someone i'm really happy about right now someone who i'm really happy for actually is angel di maria i think for a lot of years he's been performing exceptionally well at a great level uh, across different leagues i don't think his time at manchester united was a time where he flopped or anything like that i still thought he was united's best player in that season also um, but he just didn't fit and he didn't fit the club so there was a different thing but he's one of those players who's played with all the top players he's played with messi he's played with ronaldo he's played with neymar he's played with mbappe so he's seen the whole lot and i'm really happy for him because he's still standing out even though he's played with all of them and champions league seems to be a place where he really shines 
he's been doing well in semifinals and finals for a really long time each time that he reaches them so i'm really happy for him um and i think he deserves all the plaudits that he's getting at this point uh, as far as my prediction goes i think bayern will win but i want psg to win uh, just to sort of move the european order a little bit and create a little bit of chaos because it's required and bayern munich i don't like them much so i don't care <laughs> yeah i think you're you're very much for for the oil the oil parties so at least for this one yeah, but i agree i would agree with you on di maria uh we've seen you know all these pictures doing the rounds underrated 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 is what we've been seeing so I, he does deserve i we, i don't think any of us can forget that uh, that chip his chip goal against leicester i think that's etched in our minds it's one of the iconic premier league goals so i think we can't define him by that season and yeah it's I, but i'm i'm going for bayern and i think uh, they'll take it but it's going to be i don't think it'll be a kg final i think it'll be very open and it'll be a thrilling match to watch All right, I think uh, so. From the team TB, our consensus is that Bayern will probably win. However, I'm being on the fence, and I want PSG to win. So either way, whoever wins next podcast, you will hear me gloating. So that's the advantage I have. Uh, but thank you for listening in. I think you've been. Uh, if you've liked our previews, please leave us a comment on the Instagram page, or just send us a message on Instagram. It sort of gives us a nice feeling. that people are listening to us talk about football uh and do share and like our page because we've been doing this out of interest and it's something that we really enjoy doing um and yeah thank you for listening in thanks mehul and aranyak and we have a lot of exciting new ideas for pods that are on the way and hopefully you'll enjoy them as they come to you uh thanks for listening in and see you all the best if you're a bayern fan all the best if you're a psg fan and if you're a neutral fan we are we hope we get a full full with that what sign on up